What do you do next? When you find yourself constantly repeating the same habits, consciously, you want to change. You want to get healthier. You want to go after your business. You want to be more patient, whatever it is. But you find yourself in the same repetitive patterns that are not getting you to where you most desire. What actions do you take next? When you feel stuck, when you feel stagnant, you feel like the systems aren't working, you feel like all of the things that you Google, they just don't work for you. Why do they work for everybody else? Come on, my friend. I bet you're missing one key thing. And let's get you those answers in this episode so you can move forward to that life that feels good. Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scrambled, rushed, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. What up, my friend? Happy Wednesday. I hope you've been having a beautiful week so far. Oh, man. When we want something, it's important to us. We know that our health is important. We know that our sleep is important. We know that our nutrition is important. We know that we need to have an equal balance, an ebb and flow of hard work and rest. And yet we find ourselves in the same patterns over and over again. In this high-performing community, some of the common ones I see are limiting sleep to accomplish more, committing to too many things in the name of proving ourselves, overscheduling ourselves to things that we don't actually care about, and not showing up for the things that really matter because we're so drained. Or it feels like we just don't have control of ourselves to do the thing. Whether you're trying to get your nutrition on track, you're trying to get your fitness on track, you're trying to get your business up and running, whatever that looks like for you, you're frustrated with yourself because you have to keep restarting. The number one reason I see my clients not able to stick to goals long-term and turn them into sustainable habits is this. You don't have an emotion attached to your why. Let's jump right into this. The emotion is what's going to keep you going on the hard days. We know that we are much more likely to fall back into an old habit that is comfortable than something new that feels uncomfortable, no matter how bad that old habit is for us. Now, don't get discouraged. That doesn't mean you're doomed for life. The habits you have are the habits you have. It takes building some new neuropathways, new connections in the brain, which takes time. We're going to start to build those by attaching that why. The why is emotionally charged. We're going to attach a why that is actually going to encourage us to keep going on the tough days. 
When you want to go back into restriction with your eating, you're going to remind yourself of your why. When you want to loaf on the couch at night, when you said you were going to build your business, you're going to remind yourself of your why. When you feel like you're not enough, you're not capable, everyone else can do this but you, you're going to remind yourself of your why. So first you want to make that why clear and simple. Use the I want to, so that method. What the heck does that look like? So how we usually say it. I want to get healthier. I want to work out more. That's not going to push you when the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. to get up and get after it. When you're tired at the end of a long work day. But the I want to, so that method is going to attach that emotion. I want to improve my health by being able to deadlift my body weight and run 20 minutes three times a week so that I can run and play with my nieces and move freely into old age without assistance or restriction. See how you've made it clear and simple. Here are the action steps I want myself to take. The reason I want to take these action steps is blank. You're giving yourself a fact and then you're attaching an emotion to it. Here's a couple more examples. So instead of, I want to build a business. Okay, it's a start. What if we tried this instead? I want to build a business that teaches others how to prioritize their time through simple actions of discipline so that they can create a life of ease and fulfillment filled with joy and purpose to come off autopilot and build a life that truly feels good. You gave the simple action steps of what your business is going to be and then followed up with attaching someone's joy and purpose to it, someone's reason to get up every morning, to shift someone's life from fine to good so that person can smile more, so that person can have more freedom, so that person can express themselves creatively. That is going to fuel you way more than, I want to build a business All right, number three, just to really solidify this, I want to sow that method. Let's do one about your organization, your day-to-day. I want to be less busy is what we currently say. Let's shift that to, I want to learn to eliminate some of my daily fuss tasks that my brain registers as necessary so that I have more time to enjoy my hobbies and time out in nature. I no longer wish to be a slave to my to-do list. I want to discover my top 20% and I'm going to do that by elimination, automation, and delegation. Once again, you've clearly stated to yourself the life that you want to live. You've attached emotion to it 
because you want to have more fun in life. You don't want to look back at 80 and wish you had spent more time with your family, laughed more, worked less hard. You wanted a balance, a flow of both. And then you connected that emotion deep to your actions. See how we take those simple, simple actions and attach emotion. That's what's going to make you stick long term. I know for me, a little line that I say on my, when I'm doing sprints, especially when I'm not feeling those sprints or if I'm having a tough workout, maybe I don't want to do Bulgarian split squats today. Maybe I'm having trouble getting myself started into my zone for my business. I remind myself that this is the person who is going to be an incredible leader. This is the person who shows up for their clients in an above and beyond way. This is the person who's going to make an impact not only in my life, but in many people's lives. Because those are things that are important to me when it comes to my business. And I let other parts of my life be fueled by that. When I show up and I push myself a little bit harder, when I have the capacity to do it, that doesn't just stay in the gym. That doesn't just stay on the mountaintop. That stays when I'm struggling to have a difficult conversation with my partner and I'm working up the courage to say something. That stays when I feel challenged in my business and I could easily just stop there and stop growing or I could lean into that discomfort. When you start applying this in even one micro area of your life, it's beautiful how it just spreads all the way through your entire life. So recognize that. And see what micro spots you can begin to attach some emotion to your why. I would strongly encourage you to take some time to sit down and write out what your why is. And then put it somewhere. You're going to see it every day. You'd be used to hearing about this if you have been listening to the pod for a little bit now. I can't believe we're already at 30 episodes. I'm so grateful for all your support for this first 30 episodes, you guys. I really can't emphasize that enough. You guys are a huge part of my why, in fact, which is written right above me on my board. So right now, I'm recording in my office like I always do. And at the beginning of 2023, or every year for that matter, I write down all my values, my goals for the year, who I intend to be this year. I also write the things that I struggled most with last year. The things where I reflected and recognized, hey, there was a lot of room for improvement in this one area. So that I see it every day. And then additionally on that sheet is my why. Why do I wake up every day? Why am I on this planet? I am not here to just float through life. I'm here to make an impact and I know that, so I show up like that. And on the days where I don't want to show up, I just want to be, maybe it's minus 30 outside because we live in Canada and it's snowing and I'd rather be under a big fuzzy blanket. Maybe it's plus 30 in the beautiful summer here and I would rather be on a mountain peak. 
It's finding that balance of what's my why and how am I going to get closer to my why today? Now, of course, I'm going to put a little nuance in there because life needs nuance. It doesn't mean that I don't snuggle up and have an enjoyable, cozy evening sometimes with my partner. It doesn't mean that I don't go hike the mountain because I love it. Those things still have their place. But when you are rooted in your why, it's the same as setting an intention every day. You've chosen who you're going to be today. So you don't need to negotiate with yourself if you're going to be that person or not. You already agreed. No, this is my why and this is who I'm going to be. So then all you have to do is take the action as opposed to make the decision to take the action. All right. Now, number two of attaching emotion to your why. Why this is going to get you long-term results is recognizing the cost of doing or not doing something. So again, I'm going to give you a few sentence examples. The cost of improving my health is going to be discomfort and discipline to show up consistently. The cost of not improving my health is poor mental health, likelihood of injury, heart disease, hindrance of brain functions, poor mood and energy, bad example for those around me. It goes on. We get the point. We all know how essential maintaining our health is. When you give yourself the facts, hey, this is what's going to happen. This is the cost of me doing it. This is the cost of me not doing it. And then you weigh which one, which one is going to get me closer to the person that I want to be? Which one am I willing to give into today? Another example of this, the cost of building my business is a large chunk of my spare time. While I get it up and running, and it does temporarily mean sacrificing other areas of my life. The cost of not building a business is being stuck in a dead-end job I hate, knowing I'm made for more, and feeling stagnant and unfulfilled with day-to-day. It's getting real honest with yourself. You know, we're, we're awesome negotiators. We can convince ourselves Either which way. That doesn't surprise us. But what's the cost of it? And it's so easy to convince ourselves out of the things that matter most when we don't take time to reflect and really look into what we want. Here's another example of the cost. The cost of eliminating some of my daily fuss tasks is coming off autopilot And digging deeply into what my top priority is. The cost of not eliminating some of the daily fuss tasks is a life of always feeling busy, disconnected from the present moment, often wondering if there isn't more to life. You understand the depth that we need to go into. And something I really want to remind you in this moment is listening to this episode is an amazing first start. This episode found you for a reason. You felt drawn to this episode for a reason. You're still listening at 16 minutes in 
for a reason, my friend. What do you want your life to look like? One, five, ten years from now? If you don't want it to look exactly as it does today, exactly as it has looked for the last one, five, ten years past, something's got to change. And that change is not going to come from just listening. That change is going to come from action. So what I'm going to do, because I like to stick under that 20-minute mark, because I know you have a busy life, I know you have big goals, and I also know that you need to take action to see results. Take the remainder three minutes that you typically would have dedicated to this episode and pull out a piece of paper. Write down your why and attach emotion to it. And write down the cost of doing it because everything takes effort. And also write down the cost of not doing that thing. One minute per question. You got this. I love you. Tell me your epic results. Come on over to Styles Coaching and let me know what you came up with. I love you lots. Let's talk on those goals next Wednesday. My friend, thanks so much for sticking around. I have something really important to ask you. Are you tired? Tired of putting in the work? You're showing up, you're doing the thing, but the way you're currently living is creating a shell of a human. You're on autopilot and honestly, you're just unsure of when to say enough is enough. Let's look at the simple actions that we can take daily so that at the end of the day, you feel accomplished as opposed to just numb with tasks. In just 15 minutes a day, you can learn to take the actions that are essential in your life. You cut out the fluff that's stealing all your time to make space for the things you love. What if you could still go after your big audacious goals and dreams? but also be able to slow down and get ice cream with your nieces or stop over to see your parents, be able to sit down and have a chill night with your partner again. It's time to take back control and we're going to do it in 15 minutes or less. Join the No Fuss Academy today. Learn how to optimize your day to day to stop that constant feeling of rush and instead find the actions that are filled with passion and purpose. We're making our days more effective, not to add more crap to our to-do list, but instead make space to laugh and create and move and get back to living your good life. Sign up today. You can find more details in the show notes below. I can't wait to see you on the No Fuss Academy.